The physical changes are secondary. It's the mental transformation that gets people hooked on health and fitness. Welcome to the Mental Reps Podcast, where you've come to grow your mind in order to transform your body. I'm your host, Deanna. Let's dive right in. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Mental Reps Podcast. And I was thinking about this the other day. I want to like greet you guys by, I don't like calling you something, but like, what do I, what do I call my listeners? My, my mental, my mental reppers? Like, I don't think that, I don't think that fits. Um, but I do want to think of something. So if anyone has any ideas or thoughts, uh, definitely let me know. Shoot me a message for sure. Cause I don't know if I love the sound of like, what's up my mental reppers? Like I just, it's not sticking for me. So if you guys have any thoughts, uh, let me know, but thank you for tuning in excited for today's episode. And we're going to be talking all about, a very common and um, commonly asked topic for me to touch on specifically, and that is motivation versus discipline, right? The difference between the two, what's what, and how to decide or determine where you fall on that spectrum of motivation to discipline, because I do think it is kind of a spectrum. There's a gradient there for where you fall. And I do think that this is also a continued and reoccurring message brought up over and over again on so many different platforms, whether it's Instagram, social media in general, uh, fitness influencers. I mean, it's, I would say, fairly common to hear that saying, right? It's it's discipline over motivation, you know, can't rely on your motivation to get things done. Like we hear it a lot, myself included. And when it comes to making progress, like it's, it's absolutely right. Everything everyone talks about is spot on where you, you know, you can't rely on your motivation and it does come down to your self-discipline, but what does that actually look like? So I want to kind of break that down a bit in regards to how I view motivation versus discipline and where I have found myself and what's helped me become the most disciplined that I can be. Um, And a lot of it has to do with, of course, you know, my background in sports and mindset in general. But I truthfully do think that anyone who is listening to this podcast or continuing to show up in, in these episodes every single week, you're already taking steps towards becoming a more disciplined version of yourself. So I want to kind of outline the, the, like I said, the difference between the two and why that the, why there even is a difference and why that difference matters. So let's talk about it. Okay, so by definition, motivation and discipline are two entirely different things. So word for word, the definition of motivation is the reason one has for behaving a certain way, the willingness or desire to do something. Whereas the definition of discipline is the ability to control one's feelings and overcome weaknesses, the ability to pursue what one thinks is right despite temptations to abandon it. Huge difference, huge difference between the two. Motivation talks solely about the willingness or desire to do something, whereas discipline, the definition of of self-discipline, truly does mention the pursuit of something regardless of circumstances, right? So motivation is kind of the reason you do something. What's that driving force versus discipline is actually choosing to do it choosing and making a conscious choice in that moment, day after day, month after month, to continue to pursue whatever it is you're motivated at some point to do. And I think at first, motivation does come first because you do have to have some sort of willingness or desire for a certain goal or a certain action, right? You you have a why behind doing what you want to do, but 
eventually that willingness to do it starts to fade, aka the motivation starts to disappear. But the long and short of it is whatever that initial goal was is probably still there, right? You're, you're still after whatever it was you started in the first place. But when that desire goes away, you have to rely on that discipline to continually pursue that goal and continually push past those temptations to say, nah, never mind. You know, this isn't as important to me as I thought it was kind of deal. So huge difference between the two. And, and a lot of it comes down to, again, making that conscious choice. Um, and I read a quote the other day and I actually wrote it down. It says, if there is something you want to achieve, your internal reasoning that forces you on a path to achieving this goal is motivation. How much effort you put in in order to achieve it is discipline. So the biggest difference truthfully between those two things in one word, effort. Motivation, doing things with high motivation requires very minimal effort. Even if those things that you're doing are super freaking hard, if you decide you want to run a marathon, but it is like your gung-ho life mission to run this marathon and you are just all for it, is running the marathon going to be hard? Yeah, hell yeah. But if that motivation is still driving you, essentially it's easy, right? It's easy to keep wanting to do it. Whereas discipline is, again, having to put forth that effort when you no longer want to do the damn thing. Even if it's that marathon, even halfway through that marathon, you're like, actually, no thanks, right? Motivation's like, nah, never mind. What's going to get you through the rest of it? Not God. God's not pulling you across the finish line. You are disciplined enough to keep running, keep putting one foot in front of the other. So the amount of work you actively choose to put in and dedicate towards a specific goal is the discipline side of things. And I mean, truthfully, like... It gets tough because it's not like running that marathon with full motivation is not impressive. And honestly, that's a bad example because running a marathon is impressive regardless. I could never, and huge shout out to anyone who has ever run even a half marathon, kudos to you. But it, truthfully, like you should not really be patting yourself on the back or celebrating something that you're motivated to do. Like you did it, duh, you wanted to. You wanted to do it. So yes, I would hope that you got it done. You know what I mean? That's not something necessarily to strive for because essentially, like I said, that's easy. You were motivated to show up to work or, or whatever it was because there was something driving that. So let's 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 do an example. I'm a big example kind of gal if you guys have not caught on to that already. But motivation is, you know, you were super motivated to show up to work um, on time that day because, I don't know, you were being awarded. You were you were getting a promotion that day and there was going to be a big speech and balloons and, you know, they were bringing in cake. Like, all right, yeah, you got to work on time. <laughs> that was easy. That's an easy choice to make. That's an easy thing to do. But what about the days when there's no promotion, there's no balloons, no cake, no celebration, you, I don't know, got a terrible night of sleep, you had a crazy day of work ahead of you, like how motivated and excited are you to spring out of bed and get to work on time? Not very. So discipline is that effort you put in when you don't want to put it in. You don't want to put the effort in. You don't want to get to work on time because you don't want to do the crazy million things that you have ahead of you and you're super tired and you're exhausted. It's showing up for work on time that day just as much as you would show up for work on time on the day of your promotion, okay? Discipline is, 
It's this beast. It's not cute. It's not fun. It's not this exciting hoorah. Every day I'm working towards my goals is so much fun. And this is just me. I'm grinding. I'm living. Like, it's not, it's not that. And I, I hate it because I feel like we, we as in like society paints this kind of like romanticized version of discipline where it's just like movie scenes, you know, head down, music playing, headphones, you're like sweating and grinding and like months fly by of like this intense training in the movie in like a matter of minutes. And then all of a sudden they're like ready to go all, you know, geared up for their fight and they win the championship, whatever it is. And it's like this romanticized, like, oh shit, the grind, they're getting it, they're doing it, they're showing up, they're up at 4am, they're they're getting it done. And it's like, that is not <laughs> real life at all, at all. And anyone who looks at discipline as that and thinks that they should feel like some main character of an intense, badass movie scene while they're making those self-discipline decisions, boy, oh boy, are you going to be let down when that is not even a little bit how you feel, okay? It's, it's, Self-discipline is not some exciting experience where you hop out of bed and you are thrilled to do all the monotonous bullshit that needs to get done each day because you're just in your grind. You're going like, no. And I mean, some days will be easier than others, but it's not going to feel like that. It's it. And I don't know why I'm picturing this, but you know, the there's a scene in the movie Creed where it's like exactly this, just any sort of like training movie, fighting movie, sports team, where they're like gearing up for like the big game day. It's like this badass scene of like, I'm picturing rain falling and they're just like grinding and getting it done. All right, that is not, that is nowhere near close to what self-discipline looks like in real life. And truthfully, that is what sets you apart, sets anybody apart from either seeing results or not seeing results. Winning the championship versus falling short. Those who hit their targets and, and those who quit. And if you think it's going to be some movie scene of badass self-discipline choices day after day, I truthfully hope that this is your wake-up call. And I think where people get stuck is, again, just spinning back to social media, anything like that, is we get stuck comparing ourselves. And that comparison is truthfully the thief of all joy, of all progress, of all sort of, I can do this. When you start comparing yourself and your journey, your decisions, your progress, your results to anyone else or what anyone else is doing, it doesn't matter how great you feel about you, you're going to feel like shit because someone somewhere out there is doing better than you are. That's the truth. That's going to be the truth for the most successful person in the whole entire country. Someone's doing better. The fittest person in the whole entire state, someone out there is doing better. That's always going to be the case. And when you go seeking for that, especially on social media, what you're going to crawl into is this hole of romanticized self-discipline and goals and all of this crap that truthfully like, is not real. And when you aspire then to you know, do that or, or mimic that it, it leads to disappointment and then you get frustrated and then you quit. And then eventually that motivation sparks back up. You have your why again, you get motivated, you try motivation fails, you're not doing the thing and you quit. It's this never ending cycle. And like, again, painting that picture where it's not fun and exciting to be disciplined. It's hard. It's freaking hard. And it requires conscious effort 24 hours a day towards whatever your goal is. 
if that's a promotion at work, you bet your ass you're not, you know, slacking off halfway through the day because you did some things good. Like, well, that's not going to get you the promotion. If your goal is weight loss, you can't, you know, take on half the week doing really well and the weekends are shit and be like, well, I did some things good. Nothing half-assed is going to lead to any sort of success at all. And going back to that social media image too, like when that type of self-discipline is presented where it's like, I'm thinking of like TikToks too, where it's like the girl who like wakes up in her bougie ass apartment and she's drinking her greens juice at 5 a.m. and hitting a lift at 6 a.m. and she's doing all like, we start to be like, oh shit, you know, I'm, (laughs) I'm not that girl. There's no way. I'm going to be that girl. I can't do that. I can't be her. And then we start to question our own decisions and what we can do instead of just focusing in on ourselves, our choices, and picking the better choice every freaking hour of every freaking day. We get discouraged and that motivation fades and we quit. And unless we spent time and effort and years and months building up self-discipline, we're going to continue to quit. Because back to that definition, self-discipline is choosing to put effort towards something regardless of the circumstance, regardless of if you woke up at 5 a.m. and you drank your greens juice or not, regardless of if you look like that girl on Instagram or not. Your progress, your success, your choices cannot be compared to anyone else and still expect yourself to show up. You're not going to. You're going to quit. And this episode is not about comparison. I can probably do an entire another episode on that. It's about making that choice for you and what your goals are. And if you haven't ever really defined what your goals are, again, we did an episode on that. That can be a whole other topic in and of itself. But until we learn to show the hell up for you every day, every week, every month, every minute in picking the hard thing, we're not going to see the results that we want to see. So no one who did anything great in their life got there because they were always motivated to do it. They got there because they were disciplined and continued to show up every single day when they didn't want to, when they didn't want to. That's the piece that matters because anyone ever worth like working towards something that's worth it, you're going to eventually not want to do it. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be hard days. There's going to be things that pop up. Hello, life happens. Showing up and doing the things you need to do when you don't want to do it, when you're tired, when you're bored, when you're lazy, when you're sick, that's what makes the difference. You're not allowing anything to stand in the way of you and your goals. That's when you know you're self-disciplined. That's when you know, like when nothing can get in the way of the plan you set out for the day, regardless of what shit hits the fan, that's when your self-disciplined muscle is growing. And I call it a muscle because you have to grow it. You have to train it. You have to use it. And as soon as you stop using it, you'll lose it, just like any other muscle in the body. And as soon as you stop putting forth that effort towards those small actions and you start snoozing your alarm and you start saying, I'll go tomorrow, I'll do it the next day holy shit, that is a terrible snowball effect that I've seen happen to so many people. And that's not where you can allow yourself. It's that first tick, that first, oh, you got to catch yourself. You got to catch yourself saying, I'll do it tomorrow. And you got to say, nope, I'm doing it today. And honestly, what drives me crazy is the people who, you know, continually, oh, I'm just, I have no motivation. I'm just, I don't feel like it. Who the fuck feels like it? Who feels like going to the gym at four o'clock in the morning? Who feels like eating a freaking stick of celery instead of a cookie? Who feels like doing that? Who's motivated to do that? No one. And if you are, I'm sorry, you're lying. That's just simply not the case for anything worth doing. 
Nobody feels like it. Nobody wants to jump out of bed. Nobody wants to just put forth 150% effort all day long. Why? Because it's hard. And we have now grown into a society that just doesn't do hard shit. We don't. We stray away from it. We create excuses. We look for paths around it. We say, okay, instead of doing the hard thing, what if I do this, this, this? We put more effort and more work towards trying to figure out how to not do the hard thing instead of just doing the thing making the sacrifice, choosing what you want most over what you want now. That's discipline. Okay. It's not saying I'm just, I don't feel like it. I'm just, I don't know my motivation. It's cold out. I'm tired. Like, holy shit. If you're going to let the weather dictate whether or not you're successful, you don't want it bad enough. Whatever goal you're chasing, you don't want it bad enough. It's clearly not that important to you. If you're going to let a little cold weather stand in your way, if you're going to let a little bit of rain, if you're going to let your alarm or wh- whatever is going to be your, you know, legitimate excuse, it's not. It's just an excuse. It's just a reason to tell yourself why you're not doing the thing that you know you should be doing. It goes back to that super cliche saying where it's like, if if it was easy, everybody would do it. <laughs> exactly. If having six pack abs and sh- being shredded was easy, everybody would be shredded. If weight loss was easy, everyone would be in shape. Like it, it's not going to be easy. And I think the sooner all of us acknowledge that whatever we're chasing is not going to come with ease, the better off we are at understanding how important self-discipline really is. So I did want to break it down a little bit because I know I keep saying discipline, discipline, discipline. Like there are different types of discipline and there are different actions that you can take to build up your self-discipline. If you're listening to this and you're like, wow, Yeah, a little cold out, definitely make excuses for myself, definitely find myself relying on motivation and saying, I'll do it tomorrow. If that's you, that is fine. I'm not here to to call you out and make you feel bad about yourself. I'm here to call you out so that you make a change, you make a difference, and you start succeeding. You start winning. You start achieving whatever it is you want to achieve and stop falling short because that's the shittiest feeling in the whole world. So back to this, three types of self-discipline. There is active discipline, reactive discipline, and proactive discipline. And each of these three are super important with reaching whatever your goal is, health and fitness wise or not. So breaking them down, active discipline is the first one. This is doing what you need to do in that very moment. In real time, in that exact moment, you do what you need to do for that you know, long-term goal. This can be things like picking a healthy entree at a restaurant. This could be limiting your distractions while you're at the gym. So you're just in the zone or putting your phone away while you're studying or trying to study or trying to get something done, like actively in the moment of doing something, picking a action that will help with your goal. So this is not going out to dinner, ordering something shitty, leaving and be like, ah, I really shouldn't have ordered that. I really shouldn't have had this. I should have had this instead. It's in the moment, looking at the menu, saying, wow, I really want that penne alla vodka dish. That sounds phenomenal. Then realizing, hey, I already ate all of my carbs for today. That does not align with my health and fitness goals and picking a healthier entree that does align, making that choice. That's active discipline in the moment. Then we have reactive discipline, which is controlling your thoughts or behaviors when dealing with unforeseen circumstances. This, you guys, is so incredibly important. How you respond to things is everything, everything, because nothing has any sort of power over you if you're able to control your response. 
So this could, reactive discipline could be how you respond when you get a flat tire on the way to the gym. Do you fix the flat and then say, F it, I can't believe I got a flat, this sucks, blah, 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 heading home, now I'm late, I can't go to the gym, now I gotta go to work, blah, 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 blah. Or do you get a flat tire, fix your flat, say, shit, I'm a little late, can't get my workout in now, when am I gonna go later? What other time can I squeeze it in? How can I make this work? Right? That's a much better response than throwing yourself a pity party on the side of the road about how shitty this is and then continuing to carry that into your day as you tell all your coworkers about how shitty your morning was. Like, who cares? You got a flat tire. Fix the flat. Move on with your fucking day. Okay? This can also be how you, I don't know, another example, how you handle yourself when you're, again, going back out to dinner. If the waiter brings over like a few extra desserts or a few shots for the table, you know, sometimes they kind of bring over some stuff, especially new restaurants. I feel like that happens a lot where they want to like schmooze up the, the people dining. So, all right, they bring over, you know, a bunch of, a bunch of extra desserts. Do you then say, oh, they brought over desserts. You go all in, you're eating your this and that knowing damn well, that's not going to help with your weight loss goals. Or do you eat in moderation? have a few bites, enjoy your time and move about the rest of your day. Like what is your response? That is active discipline. And I'm sorry, that is reactive discipline. Obviously you're reacting to whatever is going on. And like I said, that is so incredibly important because this not only determines what your actions are, but it determines your thoughts and behaviors and patterns for probably the next few hours there afterwards. Because a lot of times with things like unforeseen circumstances popping up or certain situations, you can either look at it as an obstacle and turn the other way, or you can look at it as an obstacle and figure out a way to hurdle right the fuck over it. Option number two is what I would recommend. Okay. Third form of discipline. We have active, reactive. This is proactive discipline. And this is doing things in advance in an effort to better control a situation. I have truthfully mastered the act of proactive discipline without even realizing this is what I do. And I say that because I am like the planning queen. Plan, I plan ahead, I plan to plan. I, I just, I need a plan. And if you know me personally, you know this could not be more true. Like I will not get in bed at night. Like I will not sit down at night, sit in my bed, sit in a chair. I will not sit until I know exactly what my plan is for the morning. I will not do it. And I will laugh myself sometimes because I will be standing, hovering over my bed, figuring out on my phone and on my planner what the heck my morning looks like so I can just sit the hell down because I'm tired and I'm exhausted and I want to go to sleep. But I will not do this until I have a plan for the morning, doing things in advance to better control my morning. And my morning dictates how my entire day goes. So hell yeah, I'm not going to just go to sleep and hope for the best in the morning. No, I'm going to figure out what my day looks like. I'm going to figure out what time I need to wake up, what time I need to be at the gym by, what time I need to leave the gym by, when I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, whatever has to get done. That is all being planned out the night before, not the morning of when I set my alarm and then I snooze it and then I realize I'm late and I can't fit my workout in. I'm running behind for a meeting. No, we're not doing that. That stresses me out more than just planning it the night before. So this same proactive discipline applies for nutrition as well. If you are someone who tracks your food or logs your food in MyFitnessPal, this would be pre-logging your food for the next day, right? So that night, Tuesday night or whatever, you're on MyFitnessPal logging in all of your food for Wednesday. That way you are doing your best, doing things in advance to control your nutrition situation for the next day. 
not leaving it up to chance as to whether or not you're going to do what you need to do to hit your macros. Nope, you already took care of it. This could also be looking up the menu ahead of time for a restaurant you're going. So you pick your healthy meal, you know what you're having, boom, done. You're controlling a situation in advance. Or, you know, setting your clothes out the night before to make sure you're on time and ready for the gym. This is something I do every single night. I go to sleep with a plan, my alarm is set, my clothes are laid out for the gym in the morning, and then I get in bed every single night. Proactive discipline. So truthfully, there's not one of these three that is more important than the others because I think to effectively be self-disciplined, you're probably practicing all three as it is. And I say this because I, I've i only looked into these three things a handful of times, but I've been practicing all three of these for years, really without even noticing it. So instead of saying, you know, I'm going to focus on this, I'm going to focus on that, like, yes, divvy it up. And if this is something you're working to get better at, pick one and focus on that. But I can guarantee if you're focusing on, you know, being in the moment, active discipline and picking a a better choice, you're also probably going to do your best to be planning ahead a little bit. You're going to do your best to control your thoughts. If whatever you ordered at the restaurant is not what came, you know, you're going to be practicing all three. So truthfully, all of these can be implemented on a daily basis and should be, but I want you to start to kind of catch yourself and your thoughts and your actions. Like, are you someone who goes to sleep at night with no freaking clue what the morning is going to bring? Or are you someone who plans out your day ahead of time? Are you someone who gets totally thrown off and flustered when something doesn't go your way? Or are you able to take a look at the situation, assess, pivot, and move forward? Right. So kind of reflect on these three for a little while before figuring out how you want to improve on them, because there could be one of these that you're already really good at. And that's awesome. Or one that you really need to focus on more. But regardless, all three of these are going to be pretty essential with just gearing you up for success moving forward, because you have to be able to handle all three and you have to be able to have that mindset pretty much all hours of the day. Because if it truthfully, if it came down to just motivation, And just relying on that, that eagerness to do the thing, guys, no one would be successful. No one would have abs. No one would be going to the gym at 5 a.m. No one would be up, you know, all hours of the night grinding towards whatever their goals and their dreams and their aspirations are. It, It wouldn't happen. Nobody's motivated to stay up till three in the morning getting done with whatever they have to get done because they have to do it. You do it because you're disciplined and you know it's gonna make a freaking difference, okay? So really, if there is one thing that, and I've talked about this before, being a gymnast my entire life, and I say that obviously I wasn't a gymnast my entire life, but I'm 23 years old now and I did gymnastics for 18 years. So uh, yeah, pretty much my entire life. If there's one thing I've learned from that and just also years involved in health and fitness is like motivation fades quickly. And I'm so grateful for my time spent as a gymnast and like just the... (laughs) borderline insane mental discipline that it has taught me. Like for real, if if I would be lying straight to your face if I told you guys I ever wanted to do any of the things that I had to do for gymnastics, like at all for 18 years, just about. Okay. Like I didn't want to do any of it. And let me just tell you, not a single piece of any of it was optional. It had to get done. So you kind of find yourself in a standstill here of like, well, this has to get done. I do not want to do it. I don't have an option, so I'm going to do it. And hear me out. That's kind of the mindset I have with everything in my entire life. Like there were more things in a single day that I didn't want to do than things that I did for 18 years. 
Four hours of practice, no thanks. An hour of crazy conditioning, no thanks. Skipping school dances, prom, every little growing up thing to, to travel for a gymnastics meet, great. That's, that is exactly what I would want to do at 15, 16 years old. No, of course not. But it's back to flexing and practicing, building that self-discipline muscle. Practicing, practicing, and practicing, and doing all those things where I didn't have a choice. I just had, like, of course, guys, I had a choice. Yes, I could have quit, but like, hello, do you know me by now? I'm not quitting. I'm just going to get it done. Like, the motivation of being a gymnast and going to practice and doing all the fun flips and tricks, like, truthfully, probably faded when I was, I don't know, 10 years old, (laughs) like, literally 10 years old. It's not exciting after that point. You just do it. You just have to freaking do it. And I'm so grateful that I did because not only did it gear me up for this borderline psychotic mindset that I have now, but it led me to a career as a division one gymnast and having part of my college education paid for. I mean, there are so many benefits that came out of that and will continue to come out of it just purely from my mindset that I gained. So, and I'm not telling you guys all of this. You can be like, wow, like, well, she had, you know, this crazy upbringing and it's no wonder she's so disciplined. Like, yeah, that, that is the truth. That is me. That's how I am the way I am. But I'm telling you this so that you understand that discipline is a habit that is learned and practiced, not something you're just born with, right? Because nobody who's good at self-discipline or good at making these choices is just like that because they're like that. They had to practice it. They had to learn it. They had to go through highs and lows and figure out what works, what doesn't, what they're good at, what they're not good at. It's practiced and it becomes a habit. It is not something you just have. Okay, so get that through your brain if you're someone sitting here like, yeah, I don't have that. Well, you better get it because there's no way to achieve anything you want to achieve without it. So if you want to become more self-disciplined and stop the cycle of ups and downs, highs and lows, you have to practice it. So for me, like skipping the gym is not an option. Saying I'm going to do something and not doing it is not an option. Hitting snooze on my alarm is not an option. It's just not. So if your goals aren't an option to you, you have to stop looking at the things needed to get you there as optional. They're not. And that's where your self-discipline comes into play. 